Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me Sis Podcast featuring your two favorite sisters, Alex and Kyla. Welcome back, everyone. Happy, happy Friday. I hope you had an amazing week. We are not recording this on a Friday. We're recording this on a Monday. (laughs) I wish it was Friday. It would be so nice if it was Friday, but it's okay because... It's just the beginning. It's going to be Friday in four days. So yeah, I always say this. I'm like Wednesday is like such a good day because the next day is Thursday, which is an exciting day because the next day is Friday, which is the end of the week. And then I think Fridays are the best days, but Saturdays are also amazing. But then Saturday, you're like stressed about the next day, which is Sunday. I don't love Sundays. I feel like (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that logic makes any sense. I feel like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm always a lot happier, Mm -hmm. especially Fridays. Mm -hmm. But then like really, I I always feel like I just have a one day weekend because on Sundays I'm already like anticipating the week ahead. That's our issue, though, is that we're thinking ahead. We're not living in the moment. That's I know. what I'm trying to practice. I'm trying to practice that, too. It's so difficult. And I still think that we should have three-day weekends because I feel like two-day weekends just – it doesn't give you enough time to, like, not recuperate. What's the word I'm, I'm looking for? It just doesn't give you enough time to really, like, step back, relax. And enjoy. And, like, enjoy your life. It's, like – two days to yourself but it doesn't really feel like two days actually um we got a lot of messages when we talked about this i don't remember which episode it was but we spoke about this yeah a lot of people like really agreed with us or they said that's what they in their country that's how it is i'm so jealous of you if you have that a three-day weekend Mm -hmm. i was even thinking like a three and a half day weekend where it's like you have the option of ending early on thursday if you have everything complete for the week yeah, and obviously we're not talking about every job, but yeah, like every the job jobs, is different. The jobs that are like a nine to five that you can get all your work done in those four days, I don't see why not. Um, like, let's say I was a startup company and I owned my own business and I was able to offer that to my employees. I definitely would. If we were able to get all the work done for that week. Yeah. And then let's, okay, the off week, we needed to stay in for the five days and like, we have like an intense meeting, whatever, you know what I mean? Like it's not set, but to have, if you can, Fridays off as yeah. an option would be so awesome. Yeah. And like it wouldn't affect your salary. Like we would still pay you as if you're working five days a week. Why? Because that's how it should be in my mind. Oh, okay. That's what you're saying. It's like, I'm not saying three day weekends, but you're paid less right it should be like the same pay but three-day weekends is just i mean how it should be as long as you're getting the same amount of work done yeah yeah i agree with that if you're getting the same amount of work done in the four days that you could do in the five days but in the five days it's spread out so much you're literally sitting on your ass doing nothing for so much of the time throughout the week yeah i don't see why you can't have the option to take the friday off and really get everything done on those four days yeah exactly yeah, a lot of people did agree with us on that. Obviously, people messaged me and they were like, "Um, I do this. I cannot do that. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not saying you. Well, like, obviously, <laughs> if you have, like, a job. Or if, if you're a like teacher, you know. A like, teacher, like, work in a hospital or, like, you're a lawyer. Like, I don't know. Like, those jobs where it's just, like, not possible. No. But also, you have to understand, take everything we say with a grain of salt. And we are not professionals and we will contradict ourselves. 
because <laughs> we are also not perfect no so like i might say one thing one day and then completely say the opposite another day and no, that but this is just I my really, life this i really do stand by oh yes no i agree with that but anyways on a more positive note actually not a positive note <laughs> it's kind of funny but like i felt bad but at the same time i was like really frustrated so I went out for my friend's birthday this past Saturday and I was very hungover on Sunday. Okay. Laying in bed and I was like, I I was supposed to do groceries on Sunday, but because I was so hungover, I was like, I just don't feel like leaving my place. Yeah. So I ordered my groceries off Uber Eats. You could do that? Yep. And they, they deliver like that day. Oh, wow. Is it expensive or is it like normal? I mean, they charge you for, like, the Uber Eats fee of, like, the delivery. Okay, so... So it's more expensive than if I were to just, like, go in person. Right. But, like, it's not... There's it's apps not crazy... that exist for that in the States that literally do your groceries. And I think on... I don't know if it's still available, but during COVID, we were able to order off of the IGA website to have your groceries delivered i didn't know that you could so, also do that off uber eats uber eats has like metro I'm pretty sure they have iga they have okay so they have like multiple yeah exactly so what if they're like missing an item or if they so they'll notify you and they'll say like they can't find this item okay, could, okay. do they do you want to replace it with this specific one or do you want to just like cancel that item okay so you have the option like literally it happened to me on sunday there was three items that she couldn't find that exact thing right but um she found something else it was like the like let's say i ordered mushrooms and i wanted like a certain amount she couldn't find that amount but there was like some options that with less so i was like okay whatever that's good enough um anyways so she is on her way like she gets all of the 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 stuff on the list she's on her way to my condo and i see that like she's she's like off track she like starts driving somewhere else and then she calls me and so I answer the phone and she goes I can't find your place and I was like okay um like my address is there and I see on my end like that it should be taking you to my condo and she was like no it's taking me to this specific island and I'm like I'm like yes like you get off on that island but then instead of turning left you go right yeah she's like you can't go right it's gonna it, it brings me on the wa- like to the water like I, I'm gonna drive into the so water you're basically trying to explain to her where to go so I'm trying to explain to her where to go and she keeps like just going in the wrong direction and I'm on the phone with her for like 30 minutes oh my God. at first I was super calm and then I started getting frustrated because she was kind of giving me attitude. She's like, well, I'm telling you I'm on this street, but you don't know where this street is. Like, where am I supposed to go? So I was like, get on the highway. Go this way. This is what you're going to see. You get off at that exit. Mm-hmm. When you're at, when you get off, you're going to do the little turn when you're yeah. on the exit. And then instead of going left, you go right. What's, where's right? I'm like, it's the opposite of left. Oh my God. <laughs> and she was like but she was getting mad at me so then I was like I don't understand I've never had this issue before like you just follow the GPS she's like but it's taking me to this island and I'm like yes you're supposed to be on that island but don't go left go right where the GPS tells you like it literally is not like any GPS app I've used to come to your condo it's it's so and I've and I've had Uber Eats drivers come to my place I've never had this issue (laughs) So she was like, I can't go that way. I'm like, yes, you can. 
I do it all the time. <laughs> Go right. What's right? It's the opposite of left. I was like, <laughs> I was raising my voice because I was getting so frustrated. Um, so finally, she's like, yeah, but then it's a bridge. And I'm like, yes, go over the bridge. <laughs> and she's like, but it's one way. No, it's not one. I was getting so mad, Alex. And at one point, she's like, I'm just really frustrated. I'm going to cry. And I was like, don't cry. It's fine. Just follow the GPS. She's like, yeah, but it's telling me to go this way. I'm like, no, it's not. I see it on my screen. Yeah. And I was like, stop looking at your GPS. Listen to me. I could see where you are right now. So I was like, okay, now you're at the stop sign. Don't go left. Go right. But I can't. I was like getting so frustrated. I was like, ma'am, <laughs> don't go the way you want to go. Go the opposite way. Yeah, but then it brings me in the water. Like I was like, no, it doesn't. Like, what do you like? I was so confused. Did she finally make it? She finally made it. She's like, oh, it's because I've never been here before. I was like, please. Okay. <laughs> like, like everyone has come here for a first time and has not had this issue. Like, I feel bad that she was like so flustered, but it is very weird that like, even for me, when I came here for the first time, it was not confusing. And there's no way to think that you a drive into the water and b the bridge is one way it's clearly a two-way bridge with a line that goes down the middle yeah it's and very like, obvious and like i felt bad because she was flustered but at the same time it was 30 minutes and she was getting mad of me on the phone with her telling her where to go and she's getting mad at me she's like okay so when i'm leaving metro i'm like stop starting from metro you're like so far from metro right now i was like start from where you are you're on this street go down this street the way you're going down then you're gonna turn right on the highway she's like <laughs> okay but then where is this in where compared to where metro is i'm like it doesn't matter you already left metro what are you <laughs> saying i was getting so mad oh um, i've never like been i've never like i wasn't screaming at her but you're really not one for confrontation so i'm very like proud of you for actually speaking no no i was i was getting i wasn't screaming at her but i was like very obviously annoyed and yeah. then when she would say things that were really like in my opinion i was like you're so dumb yeah so she's like well what's right i'm like it's the opposite of left oh my god go the other way was she young no this woman was like in her 50s oh she was older mm. maybe she wasn't very I don't know, experienced with driving. Because I was like, like she's like, this driver. has never happened to me before. This has never happened to me before. I'm like, okay, well, it's never happened to me before either. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you want me to tell you? And like, you have a lot of friends come visit you here and they've never had an issue. And I've had, I've ordered off Uber Eats like so many times to a point where like I have an issue with it <laughs> and I need to stop and I've never had an issue. And then finally she pulls up to my building. I don't see your door. I'm like, it's the middle one. No, but it's not the right number. I'm like, yes, it is. Just look at the number beside the door. She's like, oh, yeah. I was going to oh, I was, was going to say, say, meanwhile, you're super hungover. Yeah. I forgot. <gasps> Ooh, that so sucks. that's another reason why I was also getting like, I was losing my patience. And then uh, I was like, you know what? Like, just it's fine. Like, leave it downstairs. I'll come get it. And she's like, no, I could bring it up for you. And then in my head, I'm like, OK, yeah, actually, that's the least you can do for me. Like, <laughs> I'm so hungover. And like, you've kept me on the phone with you for 30 minutes trying to tell you exactly what the GPS was telling you to do. Yeah. So maybe she was just using like what was in her car. You know how it like comes with those maybe those built-in gps things that are like not very good yeah and then i had to like tell her 
what my address was on the phone and I was like ma'am I sent it to you she's like yes but I'm driving I'm like you just said you were pulled over she's like but I started driving again because I was like she's for sure gonna type in my address wrong because like I just didn't trust her at that point yeah I guess like the best thing you can do is what you did is just like explain to her word for her word like how to get there it's just not something you wanted to of course out of all the days to get that driver is the day that That i'm hung over and i was it was like 11 a.m i'm like still laying in bed and you know me i get up so early Mm -hmm. i've had some really bad not uber eats but uber drivers you know what i feel like that'd be a good episode to do like a Uber like bad driver, Uber, Uber driver stories, like stories yeah. because I personally have had some really bad experiences with like even times where I've been gone for for work and a company has bought us like Uber Black, which is like the luxury whatever. So you're supposed to have like professional drivers, and a lot of the times when you take those drivers, they like ask you beforehand if you like the heat on, the air conditioning, how high, if you want music, no music, talking, no talking. Like they're very professional like that. And even in those situations, I've had, like, bad experiences. Someone was just having a bad day and taking it out on us. Like, just bad experiences. So I can only imagine what people have oh my experienced. God, yeah. That would be a very interesting episode. That's something that we could definitely do in the future. But There was one time I had an Uber driver, and he, we were stuck in traffic. And he had that, like, habit of, like, you know, when people just, like, stop and go, but, like, very abruptly. And, oh. like, even when it's not Ugh, necessary. And I was getting carsick. And... Again, I'm not confrontational, so, like, I felt bad. But at one point, I was like, excuse me, sir. Like, I'm getting kind of carsick. Like, do you mind not, like, slamming slamming on the brakes? (laughs) And, like, I felt bad saying that. But, like, and he didn't stop. It's probably just the way he drove. I've I've had people in my car one time, like, when I was driving, telling me I drive so close to the car in front of me. And I never realized that because the person that was sitting up front with me was, like, not from here. And I realized that people in in Quebec... I don't know about the rest of Canada, but like at least where we live, we drive very close to the people in front of us, which is not good. Yeah. You're not supposed to, especially when you're learning how to drive. They literally tell you to like stop so you could see the car's wheels in front of you. Yeah. But because the traffic here is so fucking insane and the construction and everything is just so bad that you. And people cut you off. Exactly. Like the second they have any moment, they will literally cut you off. Cut you off. So you're so used to driving so close to the person in front of you. That's probably why there's so many accidents because like you're just yeah. driving close. Yeah. Um, and then even like stopping at the red light, like the person stopped in front of me and like I was getting close, but I was like slow and slowing down. And my friend was like, Oh my God, you're gonna hit the car. I'm like, no, I just, we stopped really close to the car. Like relax. I know. (laughs) But it's like, that's how we're used to driving. Yeah, exactly. Um, was this friend from like the States? Okay. Okay. So there's so many things that are done differently. Like, like our countries are so similar in some ways and then so different in other ways. Yeah. And it's funny because most people like won't know we're from Canada unless like maybe they could tell by like our, the way we say certain words like our A's or whatever. But um, people from not North America, let's say like people from like Europe or whatever will like just assume we're Americans. Yeah. Just whatever. If not knowing that we're from Canada. um, And so I used to just think growing up like we were so similar. Obviously, there's big fundamental differences with our countries, but there are some like small differences too with just like, for example, the fact that a lot of the weddings I've been to in the States end at midnight. What? Yeah. It's just like a thing. What? I didn't know that. It's not like I've been to a bunch of weddings, but the few that I have been in the States have ended at midnight. And then 
ours here till 3 a.m. And my photographer and videographer, I flew out from LA and they were like, oh my God, your wedding goes till 3 a.m. That's awesome. That's crazy. And like, I was like, even, is that not a thing in the States? Yeah. I mean, I remember like, I've been to the States a few times um, and I find that each state is even different. Well, yeah, that's true. And like, what was I going to say? There was... There I mean, was... I guess our provinces, too, are pretty different in Canada. Yeah. Like, think about Calgary versus Montreal. Yeah, it's so different. Like, so even different. Just, even just driving, though, like... Or, like, the people. Yeah. Or just different. Yeah. Um, I always get, like, so happy when I see road signs that are just in English. Really? Because I'm, like, I'm so used to always seeing, like, like road signs in French. Yeah. And when I see them in English, I'm like, oh my God, it's so exciting. Like we're not in Quebec. Like I feel like I'm <laughs> in a different country now. I know, even though we're literally in Canada. Yeah. I actually don't mind the French. I actually like it. No, I, I like nice. I like the French. Mm-hmm. I like it. But I get excited because I, yeah. fe- I feel like I'm in a different country, not just like a different province or like. You know what I get excited over? Like the most, the dumbest thing is like when you're in America and you get like American money and you're like, oh, looks like real money. Yeah, because like our money looks like monopoly money. Oh, I always get confused because we have like pharmapres and we ha- and like we use the term like we had a meeting like a recently. Yeah, like what's a pharmacy there? Well, they the have States? like they have like uh, Walgreens or like um like oh my god, they're literally everyone's gonna laugh at me for how I pronounce this, but Dwayne Reed, Reed, Dwayne Reed. I think it's Dwayne Reed. They have I've pharmacies there, but they're like specific. Like, also, the states doesn't have gravel. Well, no, it's just Dramamine. It's different. It's the same exact drug. Oh, okay, because one time name. I was nauseous and I went in and I was like, do you guys have gravel? And they had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> Anti-nausea medication? And then it's I was Dramamine. like, something that helps with nausea. And they were saying, no, they don't have anything. So I was like, what? Like, oh, that's do they weird. they have that here? No, they definitely do. They have like Dramamine. They have like um, off-brand name ones. I, when I was in Maine, I literally got something for Arky because he was like really not feeling well. Okay. Um, and I went in and I was like, I have a three-year-old who's like, really nauseous like the way what he's explaining to me it sounds like he's nauseous do you have something for that he's like oh we do we actually have for adults too and he was like showing me all these things i was like oh i thought it was just dramamine but i guess there's a ton of brands also um and they have and so you know how we have like the dep yeah here so that's just like french a corner thing. store yeah it's a french thing that like a depaneur is a french word yeah so even elsewhere in canada like i remember one time i was in vancouver and i was like oh where's the dep and they're like the what What's it, like, what do they call it they usually just go to like this well at least the per, the people i were with they're like oh the 7-eleven and i was like yeah same thing but like it's just called different in 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 new york it's called a bodega so a bodega is like the same thing as a dep here like you could literally buy like sodas you could buy chips snacks see i thought that was the 7-eleven that 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 is a, a 7-eleven is like a bigger form of a bodega okay um, but it's so funny how we have like different terms for things. Like even our subway system is the metro, we call it. Yeah. So in New York, it's called the subway, but everyone there calls well, it the train. Well, we had a meeting recently with people in the States and I was like, yeah, like we something like a saint cassette. And they were oh. looking at me and they were so <laughs> confused. And you're like, no, Kyla, that's like, and I French knew it was word. a French thing, but I thought it was like a universal thing. I think some people use it, but five to seven. Like yeah. A, like a happy hour. Happy hour. Yeah. But like, like I, I always forget when I'm like talking to people that aren't from Quebec. I'm like, it's just crazy the terminology that we have for things. But not only that, Kai, like specifically from Quebec, even elsewhere in Canada, because because of our French influence, a lot of the words we pronounce or the sayings we say, like in one of my TikToks, I was when I was in Maine, I was like, oh, I rate this like a like a 10 on 10 or like a nine on 10. 
And some girl commented like, do you mean nine out of 10? Like, why do you always say like nine on 10, 10 on 10? And I was like, oh my God, it's so true. Because in French, you'd say like this or this. Oh yeah. So the direct translation is 10 on 10. But the in English, you would say 10 out of 10. Yeah, that's crazy. So like, I didn't even think about that. So people were like, that's so fucking like, I know what you're saying, but it's so weird the way you're saying it. Yeah. Or like when we're like, oh, can you open the light or shut the light? People are like, are my friends in America? They're like, do you mean turn on the light and turn off the light? But it's because it's in French. It's French, yeah. Like we're, we're translating it from French. Yeah, exactly. So like we're just so used to in Montreal, you grow up with like this direct translation that you don't even realize. Like shut the light, open the light, or can you open my phone? Or like I'll take a glass of water instead of like, because like in French, je prends. Yeah. Like I think some people still say that in English, but most of the things that are directly translated from French yeah it's so funny to like that you i notice it now when i'm like with americans because they're like what like what are you saying that doesn't make any sense i know oh that's so funny but anyways yeah so that was like my uh experience on sunday and then finally i got the food everything was fine what did you order by the way i still tipped her well because then i felt bad oh whatever i just i felt bad like she like when she told me that she was gonna cry i was like i felt really bad yeah but I don't, she wasn't going to cry because of me. I think she was just going to cry because like, it, this probably happens to her often Aww. and she was having a bad day and she was nervous and like wanted yeah. to get me my food and didn't want to have me like complain or something. So I felt bad anyways. Like I got the food and I gave her a good tip because I was oh, that's like, nice. that's nice, Kai. Yeah. I, when it comes to tipping, I have such like a, um, I start high. Like when I go into a restaurant or a place that I know I'm going to tip. I yeah. started like in my head. I'm like, I'm going to give 22%. And then every time they do something that I don't like, I'll take off a percentage. Yeah. Um, that's usually like how I do it. Because I like to give good tips if they're if it's good service. What I don't like is that like every fucking place now asks for a tip. I know. And I go to the same coffee shop all the time. And like there's so many times where I don't tip and I feel bad. I but know. it's so expensive. I know. It's like, why do I? I pay tax on so much. I know. And now I have to tip on top of it. Also, we we have the highest taxes in all of Canada. Did I you know. know that? Yeah. Ugh. It's the worst in Quebec. It's so bad. I I'm lose like, like half my salary. I'm like, literally, where does our money go? Like, I would love to know exactly where our money goes. And then it gets our me. Roads are shit. And then it gets me the most shit. mad when, remember recently when I had to go to, I was like having some health issues and I wanted to go my my family doctor was on mat leave and I had it was the weekend and so I was like I'll just go to a walk-in clinic doesn't exist so I go to the walk-in clinic and it literally says in huge writing um walk-in sans rendezvous which in English means no appointments walk-in clinic so I follow the sign I get there there's a line of people and this is like before it even opens because I wanted to be one of the first people right. there. And there's already like a little bit of a line. It wasn't bad. And the woman at the front desk is like talking to the person. And I, even over the front desk, like it's not even just like like a sign. It's like engraved in the wall, sans rendezvous, walk-in clinic. So I'm like, okay, perfect. I'm at the right place. Yeah. And people are just like in front of me, like they're walking away annoyed. And I'm like, what's going on? So finally... The people in front of me, they're they're I could hear their conversation at this point. And the girl at the front desk is saying, like, 
no so you have to book an appointment online <laughs> um the night before um we could i could take your name down and if there's an opening i could call you and, and then the woman's like well it's just it's really not clear your website like you know when you guys shouldn't say that it's a walk-in clinic if it's not if we need an appointment like this is very important yeah so anyway she leaves her her information for her daughter and they walk away so at that point i'm like okay well i'm not gonna have the same conversation with her so i was like can I just give my information and if, th- if there's an opening, like you'll, you'll call me. She's like, yeah. So I gave her my information and then I go to another walk-in clinic and I get there and, um, it's actually like, there's the, the receptionist, she's on the phone and there's like a, a doctor or a nurse standing behind her and she's like, can I help you? So I was like, um, I want to see a doctor like ASAP. And then she was like, okay, so, um, like walk-ins just don't exist anymore cool in my head i'm like wow the the first woman could have just told me that but she didn't say anything yeah so i was like okay so like what do i do she said go on this website book an appointment you could get one for tomorrow i see that there's one available tomorrow book that in and come back tomorrow is that what you did that's what i did okay the other place did they ever end up calling you no (laughs) so that's what i did so then the next day i come back for my appointment it was at like 11 a.m okay and even at that I still had to wait four hours after my appointment just to see the doctor Um, but I get it because it's like one doctor for like all of these patients so in my head I'm like thank god I have a family doctor just like sucks that she's on mat leave when this is happening and um the whole time in my mind I'm just thinking like we pay taxes you know though like it sucks because I have friends that are in the medical field I have friends that are doctors and I have friends that are nurses and specifically in Quebec like I know they're paid crap everywhere but like what my friends have to do as a nurse and then what they're paid is actually a joke yeah it's a joke yeah I'm like I don't know who's managing our money but something needs to be changed here because I just think it's really corrupt so much in taxes for what for nurses not to get paid at all for the amount of work they have to do our nurses are completely understaffed. It's so bad. Like just going to a hospital for my child or just anything for my child, it's so hard to do to find a doctor to get an appointment. It's like ridiculous. I don't know what's happening. Not to mention our housing market. Like everything is just I don't know why we're getting onto politics, but like it's so no, but crazy. It's, it's yeah, no, it's it's we pay so much, like so much, like half, literally almost 50% yeah. of my paycheck. And we have 15% sales tax. Yeah. And so. 15. And then every time, you know, I see all this construction, these roads are closed. You can't park anywhere downtown, all this stuff. And I'm like. No one's working. There's never any workers. <laughs> never. And they're so unionized. Like, I just, it doesn't make sense to me. It's, I think it's just like. Also, also like we are not um, aware like we just are not told right like maybe there are reasons for specific things but to the general public and the general knowledge we are not aware of things like let's say the construction people that work in construction they might listen to this and be like oh the reason why there's no one working at this time is because because of x y and z and maybe that would make sense but like we're just not told yeah all of a sudden there's just construction everywhere you can't fucking drive anywhere and it's the traffic is horrendous and then, like, you're just not told anything. I know. So you're like, uh, okay, cool. Like, yeah. But that's the joke of Montreal is, like, our whole city is just always under construction. And the roads are always bad. I know. <laughs> it's because of our weather. No, but that's not true. Because you go across the border on either side of Quebec, and the roads are way better. 
So I heard that, and I could be wrong, um, but I heard that the way it's the roads are done in Quebec, it's they they'll fix the roads, but only so that it lasts like a few years. The band aid effect, exactly, because they the construction workers want to continuously make money. They want jobs. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. But then it's like there's always construction and then our roads are always bad and like the crazy potholes and then like my... Anyways. The amount of times they like literally redo that highway section. I know. I'm like, oh, again, didn't you just do this two years ago? Every single summer there's construction on the boulevard where mom and dad live. I know. (laughs) How is there always construction every single summer? And every summer the roads are blocked there's construction and guess what no freaking workers <laughs> you know you drive by and it's months oh my god there's literally a, a video that went viral of a guy in montreal there everyone was in traffic and there was these like orange pylons all like a whole lane was blocked off but there was no one working yeah. and it was just a road oh yeah he got so off- a guy got out of his car and moved the cones yeah and everyone was like clapping yeah and then so then he was like why the fuck are these here yeah no one is working no but he was like throwing them to yeah, the side in pissed. anger i don't blame him i'm <laughs> like he is doing my internal thoughts right now i know and then everyone was able to drive there he was like cool like maybe the people who were working here last night just forgot to move them or maybe they were just like lazy and they're like well we're gonna come here tomorrow night so might as well not move them but the whole day it's just down to two lanes yeah and there's so much traffic i know and i i get the whole like people are trying to get other people to take more public transportation and like less one person that's why there's a lot of carpool lanes now and stuff yeah. but i'm sorry the public transportation is also a hot mess yeah anyways we're so off on we a, just went on a tangent a massive tangent i wanted to say one story typical us though and then we'll get into um the corporate or sorry workplace horror stories when i posted corporate a lot of people were like i don't work a corporate job and I'm like, okay, well, you don't have to, like, just a workplace. Yeah. I just, like, I should have worded it differently, I guess. But, okay, I'll start with the first one. Okay. So these are the work environment, um, like, horror stories or just stories in general. We just, like, tell us the tea, what goes on, because sometimes you just need an outlet for a place to talk shit. Yep. And everything's anonymous. Yes. So this person said, I worked in a gym and it was a small family run gym. There was me, the owner, and one other guy. Wow, that is small. One day I went to work and the owner, my boss, told me he fired the other guy. I was surprised because he was a good worker, but my boss showed me what he found. Pretty much the other guy would stay past his work shift and have people in the gym. Like he'd have people come into the gym to do quote unquote stuff. What? my boss found the ads on Craigslist of the guy offering his services to make extra cash and he was doing his quote unquote services around the gym. Ooh. That's so dumb though because it's like you work there, you know there's cameras. Oh, it's true, huh? Maybe he didn't know there was cameras. I actually have a very similar story. Really? So you were putting an ad on Craigslist to do services at a gym. Yeah, how did you know? <laughs> no, basically, I I was like working somewhere, and this person um, got fired. Oh my god! And we had to clear out his computer, and we found like pretty much nudes of him, and like, I'm sorry, but on his work computer. Yeah, he just like didn't delete it. Oh no! And so we found these like nudes of him. It was like a close-up of his area and like his hand was like half down his pants, like his underwear. 
I mean, it's fine. Take your nude photos, whatever. But like, no, delete but, like, them del- before you, or don't take them on a on a. a work. No, but don't don't set up your personal phone because it was his phone photos with your computer, and then you know you're fired. You know that your personal phone is still attached. Oh no! To your work computer, like you should delete them. Yeah. You know? Oh, he might have So it's not as bad as this story, no, but it's bad. it's just like you know, and this was also like years ago. I worked for a glass manufacturer as the mis- the receptionist. From day one, there was a girl who bullied me and was just an all-around mean girl. My boss witnessed it a few times and wrote her up, Ooh. but she was never fired. Fast forward to a year and my boss ends up quitting and a guy in sales was, pr- was promoted from my old boss's position. The bully and my new boss end up starting a secret relationship with each other, oh, no. making us all work from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. and micromanaged everything we did. She also took this time to create a plan to get me fired. I came in one day and had a runny nose during spring, which, was, which wasn't uncommon since I have allergies. The next day I woke up and definitely felt sick and called off of work. I went to urgent care and was made to take a COVID test that ended up being positive. I sent over my results to my boss and he told me to stay home for five days. The bully went on my computer and searched up, how do I know if I have COVID and planted a bunch of stuff to make it look like I intentionally (gasps) came into work knowing I had COVID and jeopardized the office. She shared with my boss, in brackets, her boyfriend, my search history and they fired me. I heard many people quit after that because I wasn't the only one that she bullied. That is insane. First of all, who has that much time on their hands to do something like that? Like, that is so messed up. I know. What the fuck? Ew. Like, not only how much time do you have on your hands, but who even to, thinks to of like, that? Th- like, think of that. Ew. <laughs> that makes no sense to me. I'm sorry you went through that. Yeah, that's that's. Can really you even shitty. fire someone for that reason? I think you could. I don't know. I don't know how it works with that. But like, oh my God, that's so messed up. I know. There's some crazy people in this world. Get a life. (laughs) It's like, anyways, I want to say it's comical, but like, I'm sorry you had to go through that. That's really shitty. Man. She's going to get karma though. I believe in karma. Um, I mean, her karma is being who she is. (laughs) Just being a shitty person like that is karma on its own. Yeah. Someone like wrote in that they work for the 911 call center in Montreal and they have some crazy stories. And I was like, well, tell us them. That's like all they said. And I was like, can you tell us some stories? Make yeah. it anonymous? Because yeah. that's crazy. I want to know those. I want to know too. Um, she also said that her boss is awesome and like they she likes working there and oh. they're treated really well. I was like, that's good to know. Oh, good. Okay. When I was 16, I wasn't allowed to work the overnight shift at my job at a hockey rink because even though I was legally allowed to, my boss at the time told me I couldn't be trusted not to have sex with my male coworkers due to my quote unquote raging female hormones, even though I didn't even have my first kiss until I was 17. What the actual fuck? What an idiot. You can't work the overnight shift because I don't trust you with all your raging female hormones. What? course blames it on the fucking woman also like that's the dumbest thing ever (laughs) (laughs) what i'd be like cool i quick yeah like bye me and my crazy female hormones need to get Get out of here here, yeah (laughs) my god did you click next yeah but you can go through we got so many replies 
After six exhausting years of post-secondary school, I finally graduate and land my first real big girl job. It's my first day. I pick out a cute outfit, some black dress, pa- some black dress pants, loafers, a mock neck shirt, and a throwover black blazer. Cute. I go into work and meet my team. I'm shaking hands with everyone, introducing myself, etc. We're in a big boardroom, and in one corner of it, there's a door that leads to my new office. I go in there around lunch... Yeah, I go in there around lunch and slowly begin to set up my things when all of a sudden I hear someone say from the boardroom, exclaim, uh, that new girl got has huge tits. (gasps) Oh my God. I immediately blush because I know I am the new girl. Then I hear someone else say, oh shit, I think she's here. Next thing I know, three men in their mid to late 50s are standing in front of me, profusely apologizing for what they had just said. I was so stunned that I just kept repeating, no worries, no worries, no worries, with a definite worried look on my face. I mean, I do have huge tits. I'm a 34G. But (gasps) ever since that day, I've resorted to wearing sports bras to work. Yay for compression. I am so sorry. Yo, what That is foul. (gasps) Ugh, men. Ew. Like, well, so you're in your 50s and this girl is clearly young. Oh, I'm and your first day. Your first day. How, I wonder how long world. you she stayed there for. That sucks. That's so awkward and so unprofessional. I would use that to my advantage and be like that was really unprofessional like. Yeah, but your first day you're I like know. new and like young. And like no one knows you or if they can trust you're, like, you. Intimidated. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, it's hard being a woman. I know, it really... Fuck. Stories like that get me so mad. I know, they... Like, actually, my blood's boiling. I know. I, like, wish I can go in there and, like, punch them in the face. Oh, my God. Yeah, blind them. Sorry, now you can never see a pair of tits in your life again. Yeah. Record that conversation, send it to their wives. Yeah, seriously. They probably are married, too. That's the sad part. I mean, listen, like, when you see a pair of big boobs, it's like, wow, like, that's nice. Yeah, but it's one thing to think it. But, like, to say it in, like, a work environment about, I don't know, just fucking gross. Go away. I know. There's so many about, like, bosses having affairs with their um, employees or their receptionists. It's insane. I know. Um, okay, but my friend actually sent me one. She said she had to, like, change certain things around because she didn't want anyone who was listening to know because can, it was. Can you just, like, say who it is? But like... I'll tell you after. So I don't want to cut it out, but um, I'm so curious. It's this person. Okay. So she said, I work at a prominent investment firm. <laughs> <laughs> like our senior staff makes $3 million a year, and we're pretty well known around the world in the industry. Eight years ago, one of the executives, who was maybe 60 at the time. Had 60? An, 60. Okay. Six zero, Had an assistant who was 28 and very cute. And then she writes in brackets, I still work with both of them. They're both very nice, amazing people. But long story short, they spent a lot of time together and nobody really thought anything of it because, well, she was his assistant and he was a very, very busy executive. Like if there were rumors of anything, they were quickly dispelled. One night, we're all watching the Bachelor finale and they had that post finale special right after the interview, right after to interview everyone in front of a live audience. 
So the winning couple walks out and they pan to the audience and we see this executive and his assistant sitting next to each other in the audience. <laughs> like so many people at the company saw them together. It was wild. He flew her out to California and paid for them to be in the live audience since she loved The Bachelor so much. <laughs> and that's how we all found out that the rumors were true. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, ooh, what a fun scandal. She goes, right? And besides that, we only really have petty corporate drama like everyone else has. Haha, <laughs> but like it's so professional, pencil skirts and watch what you say type of place. We have such a good reputation, so it's generally pretty boring, but this is the drama that kept us going for years. And they're still together and laughed it off pretty much. My seven year old receptionist at the time had a field day. Oh my <laughs> Could god. Could you imagine going to work? Or no, you're watching The Bachelor. You see your boss and his assistant together in the audience, like in California, a different state. Yo, oh my God. That's so, <laughs> and that's, she's not supposed to be there. Oh my God. Like he's there for work and all of, and she's not supposed to be there. <gasps> that's like, what are the odds of that happening? I don't know. I mean, also you're putting yourself at risk, like going on like a television show in the audience. With a live audience. Yeah, I know. But like, I guess they just really didn't think. Yeah. Like that's or he didn't he wasn't aware because he was sixty. Yeah. Yikes. Mm. Anyways, you can go through and see if there's any. (laughs) Oh my god, that's hilarious. Okay. After a few drinks at a work party, some coworkers were talking about people in my profession saying we were all a little bit autistic. (gasps) Then one coworker got closer to me and said with assurance that I was autistic. I know it is fine and not a bad thing to be on the spectrum, but it is the way uh, it was said that was hurtful and demeaning. meant as an insult. I simply made her understand how I thought she could use more tact and then realizing the awkward moment following, she told me it was just a joke. <gasps> That's not a joke, ma'am. Like, how is that? So basically, if she meant it as a joke, that means she's making fun of people that are autistic. Yeah. That's not a joke. Like, first of all, it's not even funny. It's not funny. And second, you just look like a bitch. And like at a work function too. Yeah. And you're unprofessional. Yeah. I literally, if someone said that to me and I would have been like, that's, you know, said the same thing she did. And they were like, oh, it's just a joke. I would have just stared at them. Deadpan. Yeah. And been like, that's not a very funny joke. Like what? Like you're not redeeming yourself by saying that it was just a joke. (laughs) Ew. The way people talk and think sometimes, I'm like, how? Who raised you? I know. (laughs) I know. Okay. I was working in an office with a team of seven women and one male boss. We had a WhatsApp group for work-related matters. One day, we were all working side by side except two superiors and our boss that were in the room next door. All of a sudden, we get a message in this WhatsApp group. I went to see what it was since it was from our boss, and it was a porn video. (gasps) A very intense porn video. (laughs) We all look at each other in pure shock. Best of all, his wife, who also works in the company, was also in the WhatsApp group. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's actually really funny. Okay, I work in a supermarket, and there's a guy that makes it very clear that he's attracted to me. We were once in a chiller room to chiller room alone obviously doing work and he was like it's dangerous us being in here together alone and then 
(laughs) and then I bent over to pick up rubbish off of the floor and didn't realize he was behind me and he told me to stay in that position constant creepy comments ew ew no if I was bending down to pick something up and someone's told a guy told me to stay in that position I would immediately like karate chop him so here's a thing when I was biking in the summer and I was wearing my sports bra but like I'm biking, so I'm in a position where, like, you can see cleavage. But, like, I'm just minding my own business, literally biking down the road. I'll go over bumps. A man literally drove by, opened his window, and was like, do that again. Ew. And I was too stunned to speak. I always thought in that situation I would say something. But I was like, I... The fact that someone actually said that. It's disgusting. I was just, like, being a woman, minding my business. Oh, my God. Like... Go away. I know. Like, you're biking. You're not asking for his attention no it was hot it was like 35 degrees outside and you have boobs like i'm sorry that i exist you know sorry i was born this way and i'm just trying to be healthy and go on a bike ride when it's really hot out (sighs) it's so frustrating ew i i have some stories too actually not like work stories but anyways you read the next one okay it's just like men being disgusting in general I'm a mom to a medically complex two-year-old. Last summer, she was hospitalized for over three months. Oh, my God. Oh, she's doing amazing now. Okay, good. And I was working full-time. I let my manager and HR know what I was going, what was going on, and they gave me such a hard time. Ugh. Eventually, my manager asked the head of HR to fire me, which she did while I was sitting in my daughter's hospital room. My manager didn't tell the head of HR my situation. So when she was done, I asked, are you aware you just fired me while I'm sitting in my daughter's hospital room? And she was stunned. I got a lawyer after that. Safe to say I don't work there anymore. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's really fucked up. That's Whoa. I hope the lawyer helped you out a ton and that you won whatever case you fought. Yeah. Because that is messed up holy crap what the fuck i don't know people are messed up i didn't switch it by the way i forgot okay i work with a woman who is a total bitch just totally rude (laughs) and obnoxious (laughs) honestly these stories just make me feel like validated yeah Okay, I work with a woman who is a total bitch, just totally rude and obnoxious. She has the worst attitude and frequently comes into the office and slams her bag on the ground and sighs as she sits at her desk. She's pregnant and is near her due date, and she is talking to me and my boss, a man who is around 50, about how she has in the past gotten membrane sweeps to help her go into labor. A membrane sweep is where a doctor or nurse shoves their hand up your vagina and basically fingers your cervix. She told us that the doctor wouldn't do it as early as she wanted and she was going to have her husband watch a video on how to do it. She proceeds to say that his arm was probably going to have to go inside her and that it would obviously fit. Like you just admitted to your coworker and boss that you have a large vagina. That's not a flex. Also, that's not even at all what happens then she tells us she's been trying everything to go into labor including having sex every night but the thing is ma'am um, you're saying this at the work she has to beg her husband to have <gasps> sex with her because she says he just isn't up for it and doesn't want to like uh, girl why are you admitting this to your boss uh, who is an older man then to top it all off she told us a few days ago that something had come out of her and she doesn't know if it was her mucus plug or come from the night before. <gasps> Lovely thing to be sharing with everyone. The end, lol. Uh. 
no words. First of all, the way that was written was so... I'm dead. Like, you just admitted to your coworker and boss that you have a large vagina, question mark, question mark. That's not a flex, question mark. (laughs) (laughs) Then tells us she's been trying everything to go into labor, including having sex every night. But the thing is that she has to beg her husband, in caps, to have sex with her. Listen... I mean, I understand the frustration of being at the end of No, but the pregnancy. point is that why are you telling exactly your boss and coworker? Know your audience and also you're in a workplace. What are you doing? There's a difference between friends at the work, like where you can maybe talk about things outside of work <gasps> and then just being friendly. I don't know. This is just too much information that I <laughs> would not have wanted to know. I'm just imagining like the girl that wrote this in like just your face when she's saying all these things and like also your boss's face like you guys must have just been like in complete shock do you ever watch friends yeah you know when phoebe was like really miserable at the end of her pregnancy and she was just angry at everyone and they were like scared of her yeah i like picture that as this woman i'm like no but she's saying that this woman is a total bitch (laughs) she's rude and obnoxious even without pregnancy yeah Yikes, that sucks. Ew, I would not want to know that. I know, same. (laughs) Okay, one more each. UK female 24. Whoa. Okay. Seems like an ad. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, what's that? Oh, okay. (laughs) I worked as an accounts assistant at a family-owned business, and it was the worst job ever. The owner was the most sexist, homophobic, racist, power-hungry, white, middle-aged man you have ever met. Ew. (laughs) okay literally the worst person ever yeah he used to get his fresh deer what quote-unquote fresh deer delivered to work and it sat on the table next to us until he went home his entitled daughter quote-unquote worked there on the highest salary doing the bare minimum whilst slagging is all off to her daddy huh i guess because that was her dad yeah she was able to do that she had an affair with one of the staff members and her and her dad threatened to tell his partner if he didn't do what they asked. Needless, needless to say, I left. Ooh, when there's like family drama. I know. Um, no, not about it. No, same. Okay. Also, why is it so hard for people to just be professional in the work environment? I know. Like it's really hard for some people. No, because there's there's a lot of people that like either they're lonely, they power trip, they're just miserable and like they just take it out on their coworkers because essentially when you're working in a corporate environment like a nine to five or even not even a nine to five, just most jobs, yeah. you're around your coworkers so much. more than you're around your friends and family. Wow. So it's like you just like some people, they just like they say way too much or they act out and it's like because you're the person that's there, especially when it's someone that's power tripping. Ugh, it's the worst. An ex-employee of my dad stole over half a million dollars <gasps> from him over the course of a few years and blamed it on his dead dad, oh. who owned the company until he died. They found out about her stealing just weeks after my grandfather died. She oh. was shocked when it when my dad fired her. The FBI did a formal year-long investigation and arrested her. She's now awaiting trial. Whoa. Oh, my God. That That's- is crazy wild could you imagine you know what's so crazy what how often that happens oh yeah 
like embezzlement yeah crazy there is actually a story of someone i know whose parent whose parent did that really i don't say too much because i feel like a lot of people in our area like know the story okay but there's a place that we all know and she worked for this place for very many 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 years and all like would randomly take like these luxurious trips once a year and we're like oh that's weird like i guess she's like really good at saving her money turns out like she was because she was like the head of the like treasury yeah at this place she was like stealing a little bit of money like enough to like go unnoticed or not enough wait hold on a small amount so that it went unnoticed yeah but then over the course of a certain amount of time they're like wait a minute like this isn't adding up what's yeah. happening and here? they caught on and they looked back and like over the course of years it was like hundreds of thousands of dollars <gasps> yeah oh my god that's really bad but i don't think she went to jail i think it was like very hush hush like they settled on something maybe she's in trial i don't know how this works but like she's in the the story that uh the girl wrote in um this girl is in trial to like get sued and like have to pay the money back i think when you're on trial it means like you can go to jail because it's super illegal my god yeah that's really fucked up yeah it's crazy like you have to be so like careful if you own a business and like who you who you um hire and like especially when it's a job with like the person is like taking care of like money and stuff i mean i've been in a situation where someone was like taking my jobs and not telling me oh i know that story yeah so like that sucked this was like years ago like so long ago but um who was I talking to the other day about this? We were like a group of people and we were talking about like how, because one person that was there was a cop. Yeah. And we were like, how does anyone get away with murder nowadays? Because there's cameras everywhere. Everything's traced. Like it's actually, back in the day, you know, it was like almost easy until yeah. all this DNA stuff I was actually out. watching a movie recently, The Devil All the Time with Tom Holland. Okay. And don't tell me because I want to watch it. It's really good. Okay. But anyways, like, I'll just say one thing. It's, like, back then when, like, murders would happen, like, there was no DNA or anything. Exactly. So there's, like, scenes of, like, you know, someone, like, gets murdered and, like, the person's not wearing gloves, like, yeah. touching, like, going through to, like, get their wallet and, like, steal from them and whatever. And, like... Could you imagine being, like, the Golden Gate Killer when 23andMe came out and all of a sudden, like, the DNA... It- Wait, what? Tell me this. Oh, you didn't hear the about Golden this? Gate Killer, Golden Gate Bridge Killer, or whatever. I don't know. I think that's his name. It's it's a serial killer who was discovered because of like the either ancestry DNA or twenty three me, whatever one of those things were. All of a sudden, with the DNA advancements, they were able to trace either suspects or things, evidence back to. Or there was, a, I'm going to f- totally fuck this up, but there was something where, like, they're able to use that in order to, like, find this killer. Oh, my God. That, like, killed a bunch of people back in the day when that, like, wasn't a thing. <gasps> and this is, like, years later now. Yeah, yeah. And he was caught and he's in jail. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm sure someone will know the story way better than I do. And I'm sure I can, like, research it and come back next week and talk about it. But I remember hearing that. And I was like, that's crazy. And anyways, we were talking about this with this person who's a cop. And we we're like, how does anyone get away with murder? And he was like, oh, you'd be surprised the amount of people that get away with it. And we're like, what? How? Like, actually, how? Because everything you do is, like, so documented now. I feel like... And he was like, oh, no, a lot of... 
it happens way more often. I was like, great. <laughs> My well, anxiety. Well, a lot of people though, like serial killers, like a lot of them are dumb, but like they're also very intelligent and they like, they figure out like loopholes and like. What happens the most, like the ones that get caught the most often are the ones when it's like a crime of passion. Yeah. When you're not like, it's not premeditative, premeditative. Yeah. Because you're not thinking and it just happens. And I'm sure even like there's times where like cops are tipped off, like they'll get sent money or whatever. Like I'm sure that happens. Oh, 100% that happens. Anyways, I mean, it's just like scary. I know. But when he said that, I was like, uh, okay, that's really creepy. I wonder, like, some of his stories that he has being a cop. I'm always so curious. There's actually a Reddit thread of, like, um, like cops or people that work in, in security at prisons. Like, the yeah. stories and stuff. That would be a really interesting a episode to who, do. Yeah. Actually, if you... Well, we can post it on our stories. Yeah. Like, I'll do, like, another, like, Google form where you can write in if you have any stories of, like stuff like that yeah like either working in like a jail or like know someone that worked in a jail as a security guard or like a a cop cop or anything um but i actually know someone who had like she was getting her master's in criminal uh justice Mm -hmm. and she worked in a jail for quite some time and it was like one of like the like most dangerous jails in the world or in canada i believe not is it a female world. or a male? It's a female. Okay. And uh, she, like, told me a few stories. Okay. This could definitely be an episode that we could do closer to Halloween. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Sorry that it took us fucking forever to get into. And I definitely would do a part two because there's so – you guys submitted so yeah, many. Yeah, there's so many. We, we got through, like, one third. Yeah. Not, not even. even. Not even. <laughs> um, I was going to say that sometimes going through these stories is, like, very validating – for people because sometimes when you're in a, in a situation where you're like oh my god i actually work at the worst place ever and then you hear stories and you're like oh okay actually mine's not that bad i or feel like, like there's there's so most places that you're gonna work at like there's i mean no matter where you're working there's always gonna be things that mm-hmm. like you don't love which is normal um like anything in life yeah but like then you hear stories that are like really fucked up and it's like and then you realize there's so many places where like there's some really messed up things happening. Yeah. But yeah, we'd love it if you followed us on Instagram, Tell Me Sis Podcast. That's where we post all of our like stories uh, or like Google Forms where you can like submit your stories and where we keep you updated on things. We also, um, if you haven't realized, we are uploading now on Fridays. It's just easier for us. Like, for example, if we were to have, to, if we were still uploading Wednesdays, we're recording this on a Monday evening. I would have only tomorrow to edit. And yeah. I can't because I'm so busy tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm glad that we like established a, a better day. Um, But yeah, we love you guys so much. If you want to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it's super easy and we really appreciate it. And we love you and we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.